More of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of The Truth with me, Sherwin Hughes. There's an industry that is dominated by women, and they make less money than men who are in this industry. Even though men are a distinct minority in this industry, in fact, black men are a hyper minority in a profession, in a field where they are really, really needed. And so I wonder, and like we've, We've seen the results of black men being in this field. Like their results are tangible. Their results reduce crime. Their results, when black men are in this particular field in which we are a hyper minority, and I consider the field, I did. I thought about it for a minute because at the time I finished my undergraduate studies, the degree that I obtained was not one that was in high professional demand. Like I had options because back then all you needed was a bachelor's degree. If you had a bachelor's degree, you could pretty much do anything. Anybody would hire you. But I wasn't going to be hired specifically for my discipline that I studied so vigorously when I was in undergrad. But the degree got me in the door of a lot of places. Like now a college degree is you have to have it now. Back then, if you were black with a college degree, you're like, oh, okay, we'll consider you blacky. We'll consider you for a job. And so I considered this particular profession where men and black men were a hyper minority and data and research was coming out that no, no, black men go into this field. They make real serious differences because their style contrasts with the status quo of people who dominate this industry and the industry is teaching. I thought about it and here's what I believe shied me away from it when it came down to it. Probably money that played a role, but also my experiences with teachers were poor. Not all of them. I had some really good teachers. I had saintly educators in my life. Some of them were not saintly, though. Too many of them were sinners. But I had some educators, and I remember them to this day. I remember their faces. I remember what they said. I remember their delivery. I remember sitting in their classrooms, and I felt like they actually cared about me. That stays with you for a long time because we've had these conversations before. Some of y'all have had teachers that just they respected us especially when other teachers didn't that profession, the impact it can have on somebody, not just the child, but an adult for the rest of their lives is profound. And when black men go into teaching, the results for black children are different. You want more black men in the classroom because every metro area does want more black men in the classroom because the results can be measured in dollars saved when it comes to incarceration. The money can be measured in when black children have black teachers, they need less remedial education once they come out of high school and they can go right into their careers. They can go right into a four-year school if they so choose. Well, then pay black men more if you want us to teach because it will ultimately save your taxpayers money. Here's the problem. 
if you pay black men more to teach than the women, in particular the white women who dominate the field of education and public education, make less, and then they will make dramatically less than the premiums, I think we should pay black men to go into the classroom. Oh, y'all know as well as I do. If a broad-shouldered, big-bellied, bearded black brother is commanding that classroom, a 120-pound little blonde white woman with blue eyes from Oak Creek, them kids are going to run over her. They ain't going to run over him, though. You could eliminate the discipline problem. I could say you could probably cut it in half. Now, some of the kids are going to try every single teacher. They're going to try them. They're going to talk mess. They're going to get up in the teacher's face. But we also need these kids to know you only going to get up in in this black, big bellied, bearded teacher's face one time. You all no, no, no. You only going to get in his face one time. Yeah, I bet you don't ever do it again. I bet. But like. Little Jenna, Jenna, the teacher, the homeroom teacher from Oak Creek. Javiante, will you please sit down, please, Javiante? White women dominate the profession of public education, and we pay them less, and I think the output that we get from them is showing. And what's crazy is that is a profession that is union-protected, and they still they still make less money. That should be a concern for us, because if you pay somebody less money, I mean, the pay is already low, considering how important the job is. If the pay is already low and they still make less than men, like that's because what if these teachers are like, screw it. I don't make enough money to be teaching your little badass kids because some of your kids are very bad. Some of your kids are so bad. You can't wait until summer vacation is over. So you don't have them anymore. I saw how some of y'all treated your kids during the pandemic. You didn't want them kids at home. In fact, some of y'all prefer to your kids just go out and steal cars. So they were out of the house. So you didn't have to worry about being around them all the time. Sir Chauncey says, good morning, Mr. Hughes and Miss Carey. With regards to the discomforting style blankets in prison, in the federal system, they intentionally give all inmates wool blankets unless they have a medical permit for a cotton one. Really? My ex-girlfriend still has a sister doing time in Dublin, California, one of the fed joints for women, also the same one where the warden not too long ago was convicted for sexual abuse of inmates. Didn't know you had to have a medical permit for a cotton blanket. Grant says, Bob, you got to put Bob, you got put in jail simply because a white guy said you hit him. Was that back when we were considered to be three fifths of a human being? (laughs) Four, one, four, two, four, nine says, okay, that's enough, Bob. So clearly this text message goes back over an hour. Oh, Mr. Mahdi, he's going to grace us with some of his profound text message comments. Stupid game, stupid prize. Ha 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 ha. Mahdi. 414-865 said, didn't the hang horse thieves back in the old West? I think they did hang horse thieves. Yeah, but you can't hang a key a thief because that's not. That's not nice. And black people were very sensitive to that form of punishment. We don't like it. We don't even like to joke around about it. Can't hang somebody, even though I think it's a 
Are there some states where you still can hang somebody as a form of execution? I mean, it's not humane. If you kill somebody, if you give them the death penalty, you got to do it nicely. Because I think that there was a Supreme Court case that eliminated a particular type of lethal injection because it wasn't pleasant. So when we determine, when a jury determines that, yeah, you get the death penalty and the state is going to kill you, you got to kill them nice. You got to like play Barry Manilow music or something like you got to kill them in a nice way. Don't kill them mean, kill them nice. Brittany, I'm going to pause on your comment because it's long, and I want to grab a telephone call from George. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you, sir? Good, Sherwin. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Sherwin, it ain't as easy as that no more. You can't touch these kids no more. I'm 65, and back in my day in grade school, teachers could actually whoop you. Yes, they could. Then guess what, then guess what happened? Got when it at got home. home. You got another whooping at home. Uh, Miss Betty Lakes, and I can name a few, but even at Parkman, I forget what they call it now. Uh, we had a teacher named Mr. Gross, right? Didn't play. And a lot of our teachers at Parkman didn't play. Whoop your butt. And, t- and I remember one day he threw a book across the room, a big, thick book, and hit the dude upside the head with it, right? And said, and tell your mom and daddy, I'm going to be waiting right here for him. And he was not playing either. So that kind of stuff went on back in our days. You know, you, you get your butt whooped by the teacher and, and little stupid stuff we had to do, too. I don't know if y'all had to do this when you were school. And I used to hate this. We was acting up in class. They make you write a word a hundred times. Oh, yeah. I will not talk in class. Yes, right. I will not chew gum in class. I mean, make you stand up against the wall and hold books in your hand, both your hands, and make you stretch your arms out. And you know how hard it is to do that? to keep your hands straight when you got some heavy books. So you can't get away with that stuff today with teach, touching these kids. You better not even touch, take their cell phone from them. It's going to be some stuff. So, you know, um, I know that probably wasn't cool what they was doing to us, but it disciplined us and made us, you know, like you said, you you knew better. You, you I mean, like you said, it's always going to be some kids that's going to test you, but not like it is today, sure, when I got a lot of educators and the stories that they tell me, I'm sworn to secrecy because they don't want to be, you know, where they can lose their job or something like that. But I'm going to tell you something. You Don't be surprised how these kids are coming to school and the stuff that these these, these teachers are burdened with, because I'll be hearing a lot of MPS, this MPS. A lot of you guys don't know half the battle that these teachers are dealing with. George, can you tell us one story if you don't reveal the name of the teacher? No. Come on, George. Don't be like that. <laughs> because because something might get back, and then I don't want to get in trouble with them. Well, you is know, it something that a teacher did or something that a student did? The students do, but, you know, I, you know, I still can't say that kind yes, of stuff. They don't know where it came from. Well, let's so, just, oh, how about this? <laughs> just, hold on a second, George. Wait a minute. Now, wait now. It's something that a student, like an individual student do, did to an individual teacher, or is this something that a bunch of students do throughout the school district? Both, and I know a lot of educators. I'm gonna leave it at that. I got to. I got to run into post office. No, 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 no. The post office is gonna be there, George. You're not done. There's many people that want to hear what you have to say. Is it something violent uh, that these no. students do? Yeah. Just give me a yeah. hint, and I'll take it from there. Just give me a little hint. Do they punch teachers in the face? Do they sexually harass teachers? That's that's what it is, isn't it? They sexually harass them. 
No, it's it's more towards other other students. They do it's more towards something. other students how they conduct them how they conduct themselves and then how peers come up to the schools and and stuff like that. So and they, and a couple of them I know they listen it. So I'm not I'm gonna leave it at that because they swore me to secrecy and I and I and I just wanted to say that a bunch of you guys don't even know half. The stuff that's going because I've been hearing some of them call, calling in on Tory show and on oh these teachers this this teacher that the school system that y'all don't got a clue. Take some time and go up there and spend some time at the schools. You'll be surprised. And these some of these kids are uh, uh, grade school kids. I mean grade school kids. The kids so, are telling their parents to come to the school and to fight the teachers. The kids are using their cell phones to organize parents and other adults outside of the school, maybe even their big brothers or their uncles or aunties to fight the teachers. And they wait on the teachers when the teachers walk out to their cars after school. But some of that's going down, but I got to go. Sure. Oh, All right. Thank you, George. I think that's what it is. Your kids are a mafia of organized criminal activity organizing violence perpetuated at the teachers and the kids are winning. Okay, Brittany, let's read it. Brittany says, Dion, I feel you on bad justice on some people who don't deserve all the time they got. Trust me, I know some black men. But these clowns out here acting a fool and we need to do something to stop these parentless children like acting fools, acting like fools, rather, because some of us have children. We are trying to raise. Hang on a second. Some of us have children we are trying to raise to bring society back to greatness because these fools stealing cars and not getting time or hitting innocent drivers they should be doing long stints in prisons. And then you got to make the prison more uncomfortable. Burlap blankets and apple crisp that does not have enough butter and cinnamon. That to me is torture. Wesley says. Good morning, Sherwin. I hear what you think about men being caught up with their women. Do you feel this is why so many men are getting with trans men? Oh, Lord, have mercy. This way, they still get all the booty they want and they don't have to deal with mood swings or bloody pants stinking of their bathroom. Plus, they don't have to worry about unwanted pregnancies. And if they ever get in a fight one day, you can actually defend yourself by saying I was fighting a biological man. Wesley, I'm not even going to unpack that. So you think that some heterosexual, heterosexual cisgender men are preferring trans women so they can defend themselves and and hit them and don't have to worry about PMS and periods. I mean, it's a novel concept, but that is not even really what I want to talk about this hour. So heterosexual cisgender men are heterosexual men that are attracted to trans women. Are they attracted to trans women specifically? Or are they attracted to women and the trans women look like women? That's probably a bad question to ask because I'll offend somebody. How about I take a break? Why don't we do that?
we can all think about it while these messages are playing. The Truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Tune into The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris for his financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual on Wednesday, March 15th at 4 o'clock. Dr. Ken will be joined by JB and Erica where they will celebrate Women's History Month and discuss how women can continue to break through financial glass ceilings. Be sure to tune into this informative conversation with Northwestern Mutual on Wednesday, March 15th at 4 p.m. on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. The Black Business Give Back is back. We have again teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed. 1017 The Truth will be giving away $6,000 worth of free advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter this year. To sign up for this opportunity, all you got to do is go to blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on 1017 The Truth. For official contest rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member FDIC. And also continue listening because we are going to give you another chance to become $5,000 richer with our Gruber Cash giveaway. Carrie, I'm just going to warn you right now. We're going to do caller number 20. Can you handle that? You cannot handle when I'm not doing caller number five. That's too easy because by the time you get your fifth caller. Some people who are listening on the app because it's a little delayed. It's a little bit now and I want to make it fair. Because we're telling people to download the 1017 The Truth app. It's free. It's a way in which you can listen to this program and all the programs across our lineup, including our special interviews. And don't we have another section on there, don't we? What's the Ben Jammin section? What's it called? Truth Takes. True. Carrie, you're not being very helpful today. Zach, what's it called? The news section on the Truth app. Where it, do y'all even work here? Fine, I'll open a damn app with myself. Unbelievable. Let me see. Uh oh, do I have the damn truth app on my phone? Where did, oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. It's called um, Hot Truth. Why did it take you so long to tell me that? Well, download the truth app and you can listen to the hot truths. It's been jamming, saying stuff, and Tory Lowe's saying stuff. Where my hot truth at? Carrie. See, Kyle is looking at you. Never mind, Kyle. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. So, you know what's interesting and also timely? Dr. Ken Harris on Wednesday will be talking to JB and Erica from Northwestern Mutual about the gender pay disparities in celebration and support of Women's History Month. Get this. Gender-based wage gaps are ubiquitous in U.S. labor markets. This is from the Brookings Institute. Even in occupations where women make up most of the workforce, this dynamic extends to the K-12 educator workforce where women account for roughly 75 percent of the teaching workforce, but make an estimated five thousand dollars less than men annually based upon a study using using nationally representative data. Women dominate the K-12 education industry and they're represented by unions. Union is supposed to get you more pay, but they still make less money than men. Going back to some earlier comments that I made, when black men are in the classroom, the results are tangible. 
a way in which black men, black people in general can be made whole because we are typically typically paid less as well as a part of making us whole. Because here's the other thing you got to make us whole for. And Joe Biden, you owe me a check. Black property, just because we are black people living in our own homes, our property is valued at just under one hundred sixty billion dollars less, not because of the homes being in disrepair, not because they don't have new roofs and new furnaces and new siding. No, no, none of that. Just because we are African-Americans. In fact, it takes just under $160 billion away from asset wealth, away from African-Americans just because we are black. They're going to make us whole. One of the ways they can do that is simply pay us more to go into certain occupations where black people are underrepresented. Black men in teaching is just one of them. You pay Sherwin $250,000 and I'll go teach all your kids. I oh, oh give me the worst for a quarter million and summers off. I figure out a way, but I don't know if I could do it for less than that because I would need that salary to get lawyers to defend myself. Cause I would probably be sued a lot. Probably would be Sonny B says, I understand your logic, Sherwin, about the amount of time depends on how many chances you get. But that's not true. I got 18 years. The first and only time I've ever been locked up. Well, Sonny B, you got to tell us what you did. I could guess. But I, Sonny B, you OK telling us? So what did you do? How was the apple crisp? How were your blankets? Where were you confined? Sonny, can you t- how about this? Just tell us what you did. I'm curious to. So your first offense, you got 18 years. I'm scared to ask. Four one four eight six five says, dude, my ex works at Vail Phillips and believes with reasonable assurance that about half of the kids in general population are on their way to Lincoln, got busted by getting put up to it by their elders. Not so much murders, but theft for sure. I just don't hear that part get talked about as much. I'm talking about sixth graders doing life. No street, no three strikes crap. Not here. No matter how much, quote, good people on the outside fantasize about penalizing those offenders. Worst sentences don't really factor into prevention for them. President sending disposable pawns to the minefield. I have heard of adults directing children's criminal enterprises because the children typically get less time or they're not charged as adults or they get rehabilitation or they get sent to like just like detention. But when that happens, when a kid testifies, unless the kids are not snitching on the adults, that's that's paying them because if you're stealing cars and if you need parts like for a chop shop, it makes more sense to hire a labor force of children to steal the Hyundai's and the Kia's, which is interesting because, you know, that there's a backlog. Y'all know this. Well, those of you that have Hyundai's and Kia's that have been damaged, broken into, stolen, et cetera, know that there's a backlog on parts. I wonder if there are any auto mechanics and auto repair places, because sometimes the somebody had a broken out window. They had a Kia, a Hyundai or same damn car to me. And they couldn't get their window replaced for like two months because all of the parts are on back order because there's such a demand for Hyundai and Kia parts. I'm wondering if some of these mechanics will tell these kids, yeah, go steal me a window motor mount 
for a 2014 Hyundai Sonata, and I'll give you $400 for it because they'll have a bunch of cars in their shop where all of the parts they need in those shops to complete the Kia and Hyundai repairs are on back order. You just go steal a Kia and just chop it up. I mean, I'm not encouraging people to do that, by the way. Sonny B says, let's just say I ultimately got convicted of armed burglary when it was all said and done. He said, let's just say. Well, Sonny, did you burglarize with a firearm? Just curious. Gerardo says, caller number five wasn't hard while listening on the app. You just have to know how to time the call or do like me and be call number one, two, three, four, and five. Well, Carrie, should we do call number? Should we do? Because, I mean, you're going to be answering the phone. No, not call number five. It's too easy. Call number 10. Can you answer 10 phone calls? So when the first person calls, Carrie, what do you say? Hi, you're calling number one. Try again. Like, what do you, that's what you say? Hi, calling number two. Oh, you're getting closer. That's not what you say. I think you're probably very rude to people. Call number three. Your mama's fat. Shut up. Don't, don't call us again. All right, well, let's do it. One call, that's all. One call, that's all. That's right. Now is your chance to be entered to win our one call, that's all $5,000 giveaway. Be calling number. Say the number, Carrie. 10. All right. Call number 10 right now and be entered to win $5,000. And remember, if you are loving an internet accident, call Gruber Law Office now. One call, that's all. Be calling number 10 and win this opportunity to become $5,000 richer from the one call, that's all 5K giveaway. For official contest rules, visit 1017thetruth.com. That's 1017thetruth.com. Call now. I'm going to give you the phone number in case you don't have it. 833 and a 212-1017. 833-212-1017. 833-212-1017. 833-212-1017. Call number 10. Win $5,000. Bye. This is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm answering the phone and telling people that we've already found our 10th caller and y'all sound like your feelings are hurt. Like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it is because you get a chance to win five G's, but I just took a bunch of calls because after we get our 10th caller, right, we put them on hold and we get all their information and we enter them into, you know, our list of people who made the caller list. And so I tell folks, Hey, sorry, you didn't make it today. But you can try again on a Tory Low show tomorrow. Oh, but, but why? I, I dial so fast. No, we do it every day. 
So if you don't hear it on my show, or I'm sorry, if you don't become call number whatever to enter the $5,000 drawing, we'll do it on Tory's show. And if you don't make it on Tory's show, guess what? Dr. Ken, call his show. And then if you don't make it on Dr. Ken's show, the next day we'll be on MKE in the morning with whoever the hell hosts that show. I don't. Melanie Ricks? Ow. Yeah, I know. You ever do daily affirmations? Mm-hmm. I'm a Bucks dancer. Ooh, Melody gonna be mad. But she's not listening right now. And then you got Denise Thomas. I was driving in to work today. I was driving in my vehicle. My name is Denise Thomas. Denise is gonna punch me in the mouth. And I'm gonna have to let her. And let me see what we got here. Hello there. Am I calling Ken? Not even close, brother. Not even. You're like card 30. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. My When I reuse my phone through my car, it, it won't let me listen to the radio. That's, a, oh. that's all. All right. We'll try again tomorrow on a Tory Lowe right. show. All right, then. All right. Thank you. All right, then. Uh, you're welcome. Now. All right. Am I calling number 10? No. Oh, Chucks. All right, hang on, Sonny B. I can hear y'all laughing all the way in here. What is wrong with y'all? Sonny B says. So I asked Sonny B why he got 18 years in prison for his first offense. So, okay, Sonny, you had no criminal record whatsoever, ever, never, ever, never even like petty stuff. Let's just say, Sonny B says, let's just say I ultimately got convicted of armed burglary when it was all said and done. Well, yeah, there was a firearm involved. I never complained about my outcome because we can all say we've done stuff we haven't been held responsible for. But I would say going to prison saved my life and I wouldn't take it back. God bless you, brother. And you don't want to go back because I bet the apple crisp was terrible. Very bad apple crisp. 414242 says. Yeah, they get stolen parts cut. I don't want to say the name of that establishment. So are you telling me that this particular salvage yard is a chop shop? Because if I'm reading this correctly, that's a legitimate car salvage yard. And you oh, I can't do that because if it's because if I say the name of that particular salvage yard. And if I name them as a chop shop and they're not a chop shop, they'd probably be very mad at me. And do y'all know that people try to sue me all the time? Did you guys know that? Most of the lawsuits, I shouldn't say most, hitherto, they've all been frivolous. Uh, Aisha Griffin is suing me in federal court. Case got thrown out because she's insane. She's nuts. So I, um, she's suing me, the mayor. Bob Don, because she ran for mayor in 2020 and just got 13 votes. And she thinks that myself and the current mayor and other people like colluded to defraud her of votes. So she filed a lawsuit in federal court. And when I got my my court papers, first I got a subpoena, which I laughed at. I felt like Donald Trump when I got the subpoena. I was like, ha, whatever. Then the case was dismissed. I was like, okay. 
And then she filed an appeal to the Seventh Circuit. Do you understand that that is that's one court away from the U.S. Supreme Court for a woman who will never get elected to anything, no matter where she runs? I probably shouldn't keep talking about her like this because she's going to sue me again. So she filed for an appeal in the Seventh Circuit in Chicago. And if how does that go? So if the Seventh Seventh Circuit rules and she doesn't, Aisha Griffin, who runs for everything, she runs on the, what's the name of her party? The Poor People's Party or something about poor people just need a break political party? She's got a political party, whatever it is. So if the Seventh Circuit throws out the case, I think she can appeal again to the U.S. Supreme Court. Could you imagine Sherwin Hughes? In front of the U.S. Supreme Court, because I would totally defend myself. It would be either me or the Solicitor General. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the court, if it pleases you, my name is Sherwood Hills, and I would like to denounce all of these charges being filed against me. This woman is claiming that I defrauded her out of an election. I object. I would be real good in front of the Supreme Court, wouldn't I? Brittany says, Carrie, caller number 10, she said that hilarious. Um, Dion, the non-voter, said, thank you, Brittany, because Brittany said some supportive words to Dion. Derek, a.k.a. D-Max, says, pay these teachers. Kia Boy, okay, so that's your first comment. Then the next comment that Derek, a.k.a. D-Max, says is he has a Kia Boy solution. There should be a joint operation between the states and the Kia plant Hold on. Let me read that again. There should be a joint operation between the states and Kia to plant decoy Kias around the city. Catch them all. You know what? I like that idea. I like it so much. Sometimes I see these videos on social media where people plant decoys like they'll plant like um, something that's easily stolen, like a like a bike or something. Just leave it there on a the sidewalk. And if you get on a bike, it electrocutes your nutsack. Because you sit on the seat and they just charge. The, the seat has got an electrocution, like a stun gun in it. And then the thieves, yo! And they they get stung with it. It's so funny. Or how about this? We have a lot of technology in the world, right? This one would work very well. Imagine it. And just leave the door unlocked. Because you know, I'm sure the Kia boys, before they break the window, because breaking a window makes a lot of noise. So they, they check the handle. And, ooh, what if this Kia... And you just leave it in a parking lot way far away. Make it very attractive to steal. Make that Kia look so attractive to steal that a non-Kia boy would even consider stealing. Okay, and here's what you do. It's a decoy vehicle. It's a Kia. It's a Hyundai. It's a Hyundai Sonata. It's a Kia Sportage, whatever the hell, a Santa Fe, a Tucson, whatever them damn cars are. Okay, and you leave it in a parking lot somewhere by itself. And it's a decoy. And then you leave it unlocked. It's, remember, it's a decoy vehicle now. And you put cameras all over the place and you watch. And then somebody's watching the camera. Oh, 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 yeah, we got one. Yeah, he's approaching the vehicle right now. Yeah, stand by. Law enforcement, get ready. Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking left. He's looking right. He's looking all over the place. He's got a bandana tied around his face like we can't tell his identity. Okay. Yep, he did. Yep, he just tried the handle. Okay. He's in it. Now he's kind of bending down, looking toward the steering column. And then... He, he just heard, he heard, he heard the sound. All the doors locked. Lock his ass in the car. 
lock and have special glass where you can't even break the glass and let him panic. Lock the have a decoy vehicle, leave the door unlocked. Listen to me, Carrie, because this might be you one day, because I bet you're a Kia girl. And it's a decoy vehicle, and then the door is unlocked, and they get him like, ooh, I'm finna steal this Kia. Ha, 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 ha. And then I hear click, click, and they're locked in the vehicle. And then law enforcement comes, and here's the best part. Don't even take them out of the vehicle to arrest them. Tow the whole damn vehicle with their ass still inside. Just tow, take the whole car with the Kia boy locked inside. Bet you they start crying and asking for their mom. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. You ever seen these kids, these tough gangster thugged out teenagers get caught, start crying like a baby? No, no, no. You wanted to steal the car. No, you wanted to commit the crime. Oh, don't cry now. I didn't mean it. Shut up. You got caught. You're going to jail for 3,000 years and the apple crisp in jail is going to be terrible. No, not terrible. Apple crisp. Mr. Mahdi says, love you, brother, doing snow removal. God bless you. Be safe, Mahdi. LT says, you know what I did not you know what I did not do during the war on drugs, sell drugs, get caught and blame the war on drugs. I do, you know what I did not to do after finding out how easy it is to steal a Kia. It's steal a Kia and blame the car. When do we get this pathetic? Brian says Harrison Gilmore Evans Legendary black educators back in the day. All right. I was supposed to talk about how the pay disparity in the public school system is impacting the output or the delivery that we are getting from teachers who are underpaid. But we're not going to go into too much depth because I only got 10 minutes left in the show. The truth with Sherwin Hughes will be right back. You are listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. congratulations truth listeners you've heard me talk about the dream of owning your own home with axe housing and you guys are making home ownership happen in fact folks are working with axe housing coaches to create plans and budgets and on average you are doubling your down payments if you're not dreaming of home ownership by now you should be you can go ahead and get started on a virtual orientation by clicking on the truth link at axehousing.org. That's A-C-T-S housing.org. Do not let where you are financially today get in the way of your bright future of becoming a first-time homeowner. Axe coaches are here to help. That's axehousing.org. Carrie and Zach, I don't really think he was that funny. I don't know why. <laughs> can you play it? I want to hear it again. It was just something I just said about caller number 10. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm in my studio. They're in a the producer studio, and they're laughing so hard. So all the glass is soundproof. I'm separated from the producer studio by a big old piece, like a five-foot by seven-foot piece of soundproof glass. They were laughing so hard. I heard them through the soundproof glass. And I don't even think what they were listening to was that funny. And really, they were laughing at me. 
because I'm very funny. I've got a great sense of humor. Seriously, I'm very funny. 414-236. Could have them go to work in the gulag, send them to a Russian work camp. Vladimir Putin would gladly take them. Yes. Come to Russia. Work for me in gulag. 262960 says make the vehicle remotely operated and drive their asses to jail in a remotely operated car. Madison said like the show bait car. Is that where I saw that at bait car where they get in a car and they lock their asses in? And then you know what you do? Install some tear gas canisters. So they get in the vehicle. Ooh, I'm finna steal this key. Ha, 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 ha. And they're all bragging because they found the key with the door unlocked. Like this fool didn't even lock the door. Ha, 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 ha. And they get in and they, I'm finna steal this key. And they make up a little song. I'm finna steal this key. I'm finna steal this key. I'm finna steal this key. That's right. I'm finna steal this key. Uh-oh. I'm finna steal this key. Twerk, twerk. I'm finna steal this key. And all of a sudden they hear click, click, click. What was that? Doors locked. And then they hear it. Oh, no. I've smelled this before. During the George Floyd protest. It's it's tear gas. And then you just take him to jail. All right. Got two damn minutes left in the show. Gender-based wage gaps are ubiquitous in the U.S. labor market. Even in occupations where women make up most of the workforce, this dynamic extends to the K-12 educator workforce where women account for roughly 75 percent of the teaching workforce, but make an estimated five thousand dollars less than men annually based upon a study using nationally representative data. So how does such a large gender gap in earnings arise in an occupation in which uniform salary schedules are used in the vast majority of school districts? Though gender-based inequalities in teaching are smaller than what we see in other occupations, they're still worrisome and compel us to dig deeper into this issue. We wish to both better understand where wage gaps come from and what policymakers can do to mitigate them. In recognition of equal payday, this policy brief, which most of which I'm not going to get to today, summarizes the findings of a recent study investigating gender wage gaps among public school teachers. In this study, they use survey data from the National Teacher and Principal Surveys. The analysis provides unique insights into the different sources of school-based income for teachers. Further, the data shows, allows us rather, to disentangle labor supply, teachers choosing to perform extra work from employers' decision to compensate them for that extra labor. Overall, it has been found that raw gender wage gaps of about $4,000 favoring men when combining all sources of teachers' income from schools, that means a 7% bonus paid to women would be needed to fully equalize pay between genders based on reported earnings in the sample. These gaps arise from differential compensation occurring in both base salary and supplemental compensation teachers earn from schools. Gender wage gaps narrow when they control for observable teacher and school characteristics, though a difference of roughly $2,200 remained estimated to be $714 in base pay and $1,204 in extra duty pay. 
$180 for a non-teaching job over the summer, $80 for summer teaching, and $0 for merit pay. We're paying our public school teachers less, and these white women are teaching our kids in a terrible fashion because they're underpaid. I'm going to leave it there. We'll pick it up tomorrow. Stay tuned for Tory Lowe.